0: Brit. Brad and Brit: the perfect combination of brawn and wit Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. It's our first one for this week. And uh, our little preliminary chat, which lasted, I think today less than two minutes mm-hmm. two minutes, uh, leads me to quote, uh, the great Logan Roy of succession who in the first episode of this season said nothing tastes like it used to. Oh, there you go. That's a good idea. Which by the way applies to what you just said to me before we started about wrestling and that whole world. Those days of past, those may have been the best tasting days ever. It's never gonna happen again. Never gonna happen again. There. Never uh, there. again. WWE is merging with the uh, the hand and foot fighters. What do you what do you call those people? Uh, the, <laughs>
1: the kickboxers, I believe, is what you're going Whatever. for. Yeah. The But mixed yeah. martial artists, I believe, is what you're going yeah. for.
0: Yeah. So it'll just be uh, one giant blob of people beating the shit out of each other, pretending to beat the shit out of each other. And it'll be on every channel every night all the time, and that's that's the goal. But uh, what struck me is uh, Vince McMahon, the uh, the man who the man who lost to Donald Trump in one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time, thus getting his head shaved by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. How many years ago was that? About fifteen years ago.
1: It's about that,
0: yeah. Yeah uh he's 77 and he's uh, selling his company he's getting out now which you can't blame him for that and he's going to get a lot of money for it but he had he had surgery on his face and it's when people in their upper 70s or so and they get their their skin tightened pulled back <laughs> it's all greasy he looks like fucking Wayne Newton okay <laughs> who by the way has looked that way for about 20 years he started yeah. getting so they must have gone to the same guy it looks horrible. It's embarrassing. It's okay. You're 77, Vince. Stop dyeing your hair and stop having your skin. But, you know, that's that's superficial. And no, I'm not about the superficial, if anything. Right, Britt?
1: <laughs> it's just uh, I wonder how he and the, the woman who he calls his wife, who hasn't really lived with his wife for many years, I wonder how they're going to split up the pie.
0: Oh, boy. Details forth- that forthcoming. That, that, one's me, uh, that one's got me awake at night. Sleepless. Got me awake. Did you hang on to the stock or did you sell it a while back? No. You know what? Uh, I, I sold it for, you know, I, I bought it last summer and it had gone up about 25%, 30% and then it backed down and I got cold feet and I said, you know what? I refuse to lose money to, uh, to, in case the whole thing falls apart because I was doing this on the rumor. And so I got out with about a 15% gain well, that's, that's not good. a lot of money it really was it's not bad though but, so there's been some churning back and forth and it turns out that it's not that far above where I sold it so I don't feel too bad about it now maybe in a year from now I'll feel like a schmuck but um, that's you know I was I was really worried and I know you were hoping I know this I know you you were hoping when the news broke over the weekend that a deal had been struck. That the ninety dollars share price would m- go up thirty percent today, and I'd be sitting here holding my dick. Saying, That's what God I was hoping. It, yeah. Fuck it's, shit! It's, I lost yeah. out. You wanted that. You That's, wanted it, to it, see it, me did. cry.
1: didn't And it, it just hurts. It hurts me that you only made fifteen percent. I mean, it hurt. I wish you would have made a lot less than that. I it just. <laughs> I I
0: pray for your demise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of praying for demises. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here's the list. They got him on tape. They got him on tape. Um, Warren Harding was definitely Trump before Trump. Good Lord. Um, they know how to do train derailments in Montana. Right. They really do. Mm -hmm. Uh, trash talking to do about nothing women's basketball you know what that's about yes uh, Leslie Stahl loses fastball against MTG and Trump turns on Tapperno who would have guessed can we can we do the women's
1: basketball thing very quickly because I find this whole thing to be exceptionally boring
0: <laughs> yeah uh, and I uh, I actually wanted to watch that final game but I had other Things engaging me, so I didn't see it because mm. I got pretty exciting there. Women's basketball getting the kind of attention that yeah, I think it deserves. They're really pretty entertaining games. And
1: it, this, the it, final
0: turned out to be not a great game, but it had some great right. performers in it for sure. Right. But, you know, college basketball, women's college basketball, they play the way normal people play basketball. You realize just how. Almost inhuman the NBA is, and how how just over the rim over the uh, they play and the women play the way they have to pass they have to make layups they have to do all those kind of things in the NBA you don't have to do that anymore you just shoot from three point land over and over and over again which kind of kind of is boring in its own way but anyway uh, so we have this this uh, back and forth back and forth between. The MVP, Angel Reese of LSU, taunting Caitlin Clark, the white girl.
1: <clears throat> Caitlin Clark, probably the best. I believe she got the award for best player in the game. And Angel Reese known as Bayou Barbie
0: for your LSU Tigers. Right, right. So, there, uh, Caitlin Clark did some trash talking earlier in the tournament and uh, becomes America's uh, sweetheart instantly over the weekend leading up to the final because she's fantastic. She is Steph Curry, but she's a girl and she's white. Mm. She can shoot from, you know, 40 feet out and, and, and put them in. So instantly America embraces her, but her team in the finals ran into a better team and they lost in the final. So that little Cinderella story uh, sort of gets derailed, but... Uh, at the end of the game, right, Angel Reese of LSU gets him her, in in Clark's she, face. She waves
1: oh. her hand in front of her face in a John Cena former again. There's a WWE tie-in. The you right. can't see me. Uh, Caitlin Clark ignores her, and now it becomes uh, the guys can do it and get away with it. Uh, it's a black-white thing. Uh, uh, uh. Come on, I, I'm, which it is. is. It's cla- It's so classless. She's so classless. I'm, I'm just. But I, I, I was just. Thing, the whole thing is just. I, yeah, I it's mean, it's nothing. Just it's, it's
0: nothing. But it's so stupid. It's as you know, in the world in which we live in, it's great for oh buzz God. for ratings for attention for I want to see what's going to happen next. It's the world we live they could, in.
1: I, I mean, I hope the two teams end up in the finals again next year. But I, I, I just find she did it. Whether it was classless or not, you can say it's okay or not, but she's embracing the heel role in what she is, and you can criticize her for being I'm, – I'm tired of the – all of a sudden somebody turns their nose up and they clutch their pearls because somebody doesn't use the uh, Marcus of
0: Queensberry rules well, in a fucking sporting event. And, Britt, you can agree or disagree. You can throw in another name, but I would submit that the best two or the worst two, depending on your point of view – The most obnoxious trash talkers of the last forty years in the NBA are, in no particular order, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. Yeah, probably. Right? (laughs) Absolutely. There is no question about it, and it did not diminish their. I don't think so. Their their status one bit so i think think that uh they'll just let this one go
1: oh but it's you know they're again allegedly they're in the the bad part of sports talk radio because it's not football season so they have to make three hours out of this shit they have to go crazy with this and it's got to be on first take and it's got to be super racial and it's got to be super sexist and it's got to be some combination of sexist and racist and it's ah. You, you lose all of the storylines. Kim Mulkey just took the second team that she's coached to a national championship. Doesn't happen a lot. Right, Doesn't right. happen a lot in in men's college basketball.
0: Right, right. Uh, what are the chances that this story shows up in exactly the horrendous dog whistle, uh, aggrieved white America version that you would expect, of course, from Fox on Tucker Carlson? Of or Hannity or or any what do you think that, that they would you know tell this story and of course make it seem as if uh, poor little white girl Caitlin Clark was gang attacked.
1: She was on, she was beaten and gang raped by the LSU women's team. That's what, what happened. <laughs> I mean, you already had Dave Portnoy calling uh the Miss Reese a, a classless piece of shit. And by the mm. way, he's an expert on classless pieces of shit. Yeah. So he would know this. I think that may be taking so, it a tad far.
0: Takes one to know one. All right. <laughs> all right. Um the most important story of the day, I think, regarding Trump has nothing to do with him getting on an airplane and oh look at that. He he's the first person to ever fly to his own arraignment in a plane with his name and all that. Just stop it. Just just stop it. It just doesn't matter. Um, The most important story is that they got him. They got the smoking gun. They got Trump dead to cold to nothing. The Washington Post, it's their exclusive today that the FBI and the Justice Department, they got all the evidence on what Trump did down at Mar-a-Lago after after the warrants were issued that he went through the boxes and picked out the shit that he wanted to keep. And there's video of it. And Trump knows it. They know it. And he kept what he wanted to. And then he dispatched some of those lawyers to lie for him. This is what they And if that's true, then obstruction of justice open and closed, you're dead, I'm Donald Trump, I fought the law, and the law won. If this is true, this is reporting today in the Washington Post. Uh, And we always thought, gee, there's cameras all over that place. Don't you think there's lots of surveillance video? There might even be, just to pick a number, 40,000 hours of surveillance video from Mar-a-Lago to pick over to try to find these things. Um, And there's a woman whose name that uh, we're not very familiar with. Molly Michael. Have you heard of her?
1: Recently, I have, but not until recently.
0: Right. She was the assistant who followed Trump down to Florida right after he uh, left Washington, uh, cheerfully. And in a friendly manner on January 20th, 2021, she went down there with him. Somebody had to do this. She took the gig, and she stayed, I guess, for about a year and a half. But she was the person who, when Trump wanted to send an email or a text, it was on her account. It was on her phone that the messages went out. And they got those two, and she's already kind of admitted – it's so over. And this crap about whatever happens today and tomorrow and the mugshot and the perp walk and the pictures gonna be on the t-shirt and you're gonna raise money, it just doesn't matter. It just this is this is the ball game and it's coming out of Washington, it's coming out of Jack Smith, the special prosecutor's office, and they got him dead cold. Just it's it's gonna be so over. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. But I guess we still have to go, well, will Merrick Garland accept Jack Smith's recommendation that (laughs) Donald Trump And I'm pretty sure the answer is going to be yes on that. And then, you know what we'll do? We'll look back and all these Republicans and all these defenders of Trump are going to eat shit who said, oh, it's the worst idea to have had this uh, Stormy Daniels case uh, come out first that just wrecks every no it doesn't no. wreck the other cases at all it doesn't do anything at all to to uh, stop their progress in fact i argue that it emboldens them it emboldens them so that's my that's my story on what i think is the most important trump news um of the, of and the, that uh, is that they,
1: they've got him on tape so to speak yes in a way in a manner of speaking
0: yes Yes, yes, yes.
1: But do you have, any, you have any idea what's going to happen tomorrow, though? Do you think there's going to be violence? Do you think there's going to be a hubbub? No. Bub?
0: No. Either. Yeah. no. Uh, I, I saw a press conference today by uh, the mayor of New York and the chief of police and the uh, other security folks. And um, had there been an equivalent kind of press conference held in Washington, D.C., uh, two days before January 6th by the equivalent folks in Washington. I, I'm pretty sure you might not have had what happened on. I mean, you have got to be. And I'm not saying that these people wouldn't be out of their minds and might not do it and think that they have to martyr themselves for Donald Trump. But that's a shrinking. That's a shrinking pie of people, don't you think? Of Folks willing to ruin their lives, go to jail, lose their jobs, lose their families, lose everything to protest in a violent manner, Donald Trump getting indicted for probably crimes that are going to be more serious than we are thinking right now, all kinds of business fraud that uh, is is a big deal. Well, if it wasn't Donald Trump, if it was anybody else, would they ever get? uh, Probably, yes. Well, nobody but else what, would do the shit that he's done. Nobody else would ever do this kind of shit. So, so, the, I'm, and I'm I think sick.
1: that's a that's a very cogent point that you make. Thirty four counts is a lot more than just writing a check to a, a porn star. <laughs> there's a lot and then, more and then there trying to hide it. There's more there's a lot it. more. There's there's like th- when you have thirty plus counts. And the other the other part of this is that um, if if this happened if this has has to happen, and God forbid that it does getting national guard troops out there is not going to be the controversy it was on january the 6th of 2021 that's not going to be an issue with kathy well, Hochul as governor and and they're they're already on guard so that's not even going to be an issue well
0: uh, the new York police department is the largest in the country by a, a, a big measure uh, and that's such a a concentrated area downtown manhattan is so i mean the streets are are skinny and it's just—it's just not the same. They can—they they can, they can secure that area. Um,
1: but the the debate that you've been hearing over the weekend of this is uh, that he's—he's he's scared. He's not scared. He likes this. He doesn't like this. He—I—I I, I love the. Well, they're not going to snap the cuffs on him. I think—I think he wants that, doesn't he? Doesn't he want them to put some handcuffs on him?
0: It doesn't matter. <laughs> it just. It just doesn't matter. I mean, can you imagine going into uh, a grocery store next week or the week after and seeing people walking around with T-shirts that have a, a picture of his mugshot or him uh, walking out of the, the courthouse? You'd wear that in public, sir? Yeah, they really? would. They would. Really? They'd pay money
1: for it, too. Don't think yeah. that, that that's not going to happen. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't think I don't think in the end, this is going to turn out to be the thing that got Donald Trump not just renominated but reelected president. This is not this will be forgotten almost. This moment will be forgotten because the other stuff coming down the tracks is way more important, way more substantial. And the uh, the the evidence will be much more incontrovertible. It'll be much more difficult to argue um, against. Uh, with that in mind, uh, looks like that Trump has turned on this Joe uh, Tacopino. Oh uh, no! Called him a loser. Called him an oh, idiot. No. The, the usual. The usual. But is uh, he not going to allow him to be his lawyer anymore? No. Well, he's they hired another guy. Oh, I
1: saw yeah. the other guy. I yeah,
0: think they they hired another guy. So.
1: And Taco Pino joins the uh, Lawyer of the Week Club there for the Trump Organization. Yeah, yeah. Is Christina so, Bob? Is she still in the mix or no? She'd been thanked and excused.
0: That, okay, that is the most unfair question. <laughs> to remember who's coming and who's going. It's like okay? that's <laughs> like asking me who's the, you know who's the fourth pitcher on the uh, the Orioles this week. Well, the you right have a better show all the time.
1: You'd have a better shot at uh, tracking the comings and goings of Major League Baseball's free agents than you would with this shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, Taco Pina. Well, I can't wait for his book, <laughs> the two-week wonder tour from Joe Taco Pina. <laughs>
0: All right. So, did you see? Uh, did you see Marjorie Taylor Green on sixty Minutes last night?
1: I just saw the clips. No, I have not experienced the entire thing. So you can be a fair broker of this.
0: Um, sixty Minutes is kind of famous for this every once in a while they really slip up and they really don't do themselves any favors and they they go light when they should be going heavy and again remember nothing tastes like it used to and uh, nobody does mike wallace kind of interviews anymore on 60 minutes where you get right in the face of evil in the case of mike wallace he did it with the ayatollah and people like that, and just just let them have it and gave no quarter. And Leslie Stahl, who is also in her upper 70s now, is not the same Leslie Stahl of 20 years ago. And she wasn't horrible, but she didn't answer back when she should have. And eye rolls where you'd roll your eyes when she says, in effect, that uh, the Democrats are all pedophiles. Really? Really? And then the editing is so, you know, they're on to the next question. That's not good enough. You can't do that. You And, and the reason you can't do that isn't because that show, whoever saw it, was uh, suddenly convinced that Democrats are pedophiles because Marjorie Taylor Greene says so, but because... There's this whole side of America, this whole side of social media and media itself that takes any person like Marjorie Taylor Greene who, quote, goes into the lion's den and is not confronted directly with the evidence that what she's saying is defamatory, a lie, a slur, inexcusable. If you don't confront that person on that, then that's taken as we won. We got her into the mainstream media and they didn't uh, they didn't flinch very much. They just kind of let her go. And that, that's the problem. That's the problem with the with the segment.
1: Um, well they, they also sold it. And this was my my bitch was like, Oh boy, she's just a loose cannon, she'll say anything. Woo-hoo! Like this is that's how they sold this thing. Well, you never know what's gonna come out of her mouth. How wacky. And I, uh, I really I hated that.
0: But here's the here's the good news. Uh, the ratings for 60 Minutes on Sunday night were uh, really low for 60 Minutes. You know, usually, you know, they get a gigantic audience every week. They haven't been this low for about three months, second lowest episode of the season. So there wasn't a lot of curiosity tune in or anything of, of that sort. So you can't say she was a hit. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, But there was nothing in there definitively that said this person is so unqualified for public office. It came more from the angle of, well, you know, she gets elected by this huge margin. And of course they show the, the, uh, standard, uh, B-roll video of her talking to her constituents who love her in her area of Georgia. Oh, you're the greatest. You know, she's, she's in cafes and, and places like that. So that's the, uh, that's the problem. You needed to be tougher on her. You needed to confront her on all the anti-Semitism and the Jewish space lasers. And you had to go at it in a, in a direct factual way. You can't just roll your eyes and move on. That's my opinion.
1: I, it's it's a bad booking. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish with that in the first place, and uh, the execution of it, as you point out, was weak. And I don't know. Again, are they is is sixty minutes trying to give themselves some uh, conservative bona fides? Like, hey, you guys, we gave them a chance. You got to give us some credit for that. And then all these conservatives are going to start watching sixty minutes on Sunday night? No, they don't. Stop point. it! It's, it's it's bullshit. So the whole idea, the whole concept, it was just uh, it should have been shot down in in utero.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Uh, we had a train derailment yesterday. This one was in Montana. Right. And it wasn't Norfolk Southern that operated the train. The company's called Montana Rail Link. But here's the good news it wasn't toxic waste or, or toxic chemicals or, or nuclear or anything. You ready? It was beer. It was a beer train, <laughs> specifically Coors Light and Blue Moon. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's something else. Isn't that wild? That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Cause of the derailment was being investigated. Oh, engineer was probably drunk. <laughs> uh, the two senators said they're monitoring the derailment and trying to scoop up as many cases as they could. That's, that's my train story. That's all I got. I just yeah, thought it was nothing toxic there at all. They know how to, no. like you say, they know how to do it in Montana. No, although, uh, in my opinion, if there is anything close to a beer that is toxic, it is Coors Light. I don't oh, know if anybody smack. drinks that shit. Oh, zing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, re- regular Coors was always good enough for me. They didn't have to, they didn't have to ruin it by, by going with, uh, With Coors Light.
1: On the TV show Yellowstone, have you guys dug into
0: Yellowstone yet? No, we're watching Yellow Jackets.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, Yellowstone, they do drink Coors Banquet beer in the little bottles to try to be uh, very, very authentic.
0: The little stubby bottles? The little stubby bottles. They still make those. I guess. Yeah, they do. You can buy those. I bought them.
1: That's what they drink on Yellowstone, because that's what cowboys drink, pal. Yeah. Yeah. And it is uh, set in Montana.
0: Um, how about Warren Harding was Trump way before Trump? I oh, love this hist- story. I love these little history lessons, a little history lesson from uncle Brad about Warren Harding. And of course, uh, Warren Harding wore t-shirts that, uh, just said 29 on them because, you know, he was the 29th president, but you knew that, right? I knew it. Of course. Uh, he became president in 1921, and at that time, as he was becoming president, he didn't just have one, but he had two women who he had on his payroll to shut them up, and his situation was way more complicated than, than Trump's because uh, one of the women who he was having an affair with had been followed during World War One, which is just a couple of years before 1921, as a possible, likely, German spy. And then there was another one who was younger than this one who had his child while he was a senator from the uh, formerly great state of Ohio. And I don't think there were campaign finance laws at the time that would have uh, covered this had it been found out. But that Warren Harding, come on. You Come got around. on you think trump invented this shit hell no no, no. hell no <laughs> warren harding <laughs> god and that of course you know he he was a you know a big scandal guy in office right with mm-hmm. uh, all these uh, oil leases and shit what was that called teapot dome teapot dome scandal one of the big ones the standard by the way people have called me that teapot dome
1: teapot dome
0: <laughs> Yeah, bald guys get, get called that all the time. And you know that's true. You know I'm not lying. I'm not allowed it is true. to lie. It is okay. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's my that's my whole list. Good. You I, went through all of them very quickly. I went went through through everything. Everything, uh, uh, Zippo Nada. But I you know what, I, I just want us to to, to to leave today with this idea that the Spectacle, the idiocy of what we're about to see for the next 36 hours or so while Trump uh, gets arraigned in New York and uh, then flies back, I guess, to Florida to allegedly make some kind of hysterically crazy speech that he thinks the networks are going to carry, which they won't right are you sure though are you sure Uh, i'm not saying i don't know but here's the thing i would love to see this i would love to see i would love to see this judge today or tomorrow tuesday issue a gag order and shut donald trump up and tell him no you've sir you have done enough damage to this country you have done enough you have incited enough you must remain silent until your case has been adjudicated now there's a hundred ways to get around that, you know, again, just like he had some woman for the last couple of years, sending out texts and emails that he had dictated to them. You know, Trump can still get his message out, but he can't, he wouldn't be allowed to uh, himself individually speak and be heard about it. And the uh, history of the gag order, in American jurisprudence, it's it's a long one. It's not just the Chicago 7 trial, Bobby Seale, in uh, 1969, I guess that it's was. being
1: duct taped
0: to his chair. Yeah. He's not the only one. Now, that's uh, racism, people. <laughs> you know, you know, I think we just had a gag order in Greensboro, North Carolina, within the last year or so, involving a police shooting where there was video. Right. And the judge said, you know, clamp that. You know. So it, it, it goes on all the time. Now, in the case of shutting up Donald Trump right now, uh, the first uh, don't do that. That'll make you more of a martyr. Blah, blah, blah. Well, we'll have to weigh his martyrdom against the uh, actual damage he's going to continue to try to do to not just uh, poison the jury pool and insult and defame and inflame. Uh, citizens who might take physical action against police and prosecutors and uh, pundits who might not be on the side of Donald Trump. The judge has to weigh that back and forth. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know whether he's going to just right at that moment, not only read off all the the charges that the well, – they jury... they're,
1: they're going to unseal them when he pleads.
0: Right, right. Um, which would be great.
1: But you know, he's going to, if there is a gag order, he'll violate it. And then it becomes a question of, is he going to toss his ass in jail for contempt
0: of court? I think, well, that in this case, they will, I'm sure they would. Oh, that would oh, be, it, that's well, I, know, I know what you're saying. And then Ron DeSantis, who says, we're never going to extradite Donald Trump <laughs> would hold him up. And we we're going to have a branch Davidian, a Mar-a-Lago compound. And <laughs> we'll have to send in the, uh, you know, United States army, to uh, knock down the building right and set it on fire to get trump out of there and uh, then he'll die a martyr inside that building is that what you're thinking is going to happen
1: yeah that was no you once again paul you have crystallized my thoughts uh well or you you lure him out of there by throwing a couple big macs on the pathway you know there was this story about marlon brando when he was going through one of his diets he would have somebody throw burgers over the fence to him i don't know if you ever heard that story
0: yeah (laughs)
1: So yeah, you you lure him out of of Merrillargo. Here's a couple of Big Macs and some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Here, kitty 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 kitty. And you get him in the the hoose gal. You get him in the van, the paddy wagon.
0: It's like Hansel and Gretel and Donnie, right?
1: Yeah, but the the mugshot T shirts are going to be up by midnight, probably on the website. I would I would say.
0: Well, you know they don't have to release that picture. Good for them. It, I mean, in other words, it again. That's. To me, that's a, a corollary of a gag order.
1: Well, then what you do is you fake them at mar a and then you put them on a T-shirt and sell them. You wait don't, a minute, you, you wait a fake, minute. Wait wait a, a,
0: listen, uh, about three days ago, I put a posting on my my Facebook thread. You can probably go back and find it. Um, and uh, I found somebody who had done a, a beautiful Beautiful job of photoshopping Trump, uh, not full length, but just from maybe, uh, uh, you know, a few inches below his neck and up. And you can see he's in an orange jumpsuit. OK, right. And, and there's a frontal shot and a side shot, just like you see in a in a real mugshot territory, not just the, the uh, face on. And it was really great, really funny. And I put up some kind of uh, remark about it. And Facebook immediately they didn't ban the picture but they did put a warning up there as they took the picture off and you had to click on it <coughs> to uh, to see it because uh, they had found that it's not a real picture ah okay so this is this is the kind of it, it's kind of bullshit this this is what they're doing right now to protect the public <coughs> from uh, intentional um uh, Miss or disinformation, as if I was trying to to uh, uh, trick everybody into thinking there was already a a mugshot of Trump in an orange jumpsuit, which of course, naturally, I I wasn't doing that. But uh... <laughs> well, among
1: me. the among the issues, though, uh, I mean, I I think that there's going to be a number of people. Who will still fall for the and and this has been an argument that's been on social media this weekend among the idiots who still believe in this guy. Yeah, this shows you coming after you next. This is what's gonna happen.
0: No, no you know what? Um, if you do exactly what Donald Trump is being charged with, or is about to be charged with, yes, they will come after you. Other than that. Well,
1: how many among us as average Americans have written a check to our uh, porn star mistress and then had somebody hide it? I mean, we've all done that,
0: Brad. Uh, I understand that.
1: I mean, we've all had that in our past, and, and I'm, I'm just very scared that the jackbooted thugs are going to kick in that front door right over there, and they're going to come and grab me and put my head underwater and kill me.
0: It could happen. <laughs> okay, let me let me show you this. This is, uh, this is from two days ago. I know, So I put this picture of these pictures of Trump, uh, you know, what he would look like in the orange jumpsuit just from the neck up. And I quoted the uh, great song, If I Can Dream. And I just put up there, while I can think and while I can talk, while I can stand, while I can walk, while I can dream, please let my dream come true right now. That's all I put up. And then I put the picture. And so Facebook jumps in there and says... With a little cross thing through a through an altered photo, the same altered photo was checked in another post by independent fact checkers. Then it asks you to you know see why, and uh, they say the photo or image has been edited in a way that could mislead people, not because it was shown out of context. You can choose what, so then you can click and then you can see it. You can see it, and. Uh, that's what Facebook is doing to protect the world and America from miss and disinformation. Well, God bless them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's sad.
1: It is. I don't, and I don't think there's going to be coverage of that press conference on like network networks. But then, I'm so worried about CNN. I'm so worried about CNN that they're going to do this because they're so in the doldrums.
0: Well, you know, remember they they have plausible deniability on all this kind of stuff, because they can say it is newsworthy because uh, they're doing it. That's what they're going to do
1: uh, if they run it.
0: But, uh,
1: it's not going to be, it's like not going to be a press conference. See,
0: here's the thing. Anything he says, anything that he says that is not just equivalent to, but ups the threatened violence, The uh, imagery of death, the concept of revenge for what is, uh, quote, happening to him, the world's greatest victim on behalf of you. And uh, as always, you said it, there's a 100 different versions of it. They're not coming for me. They're coming for you. Boy, that doesn't get tiring, does it? No, no, that's the best. It gets better all the time.
1: I'm in the way.
0: That's the other part of that. Yeah, yeah I'm coming I'm, for you. I'm, I'm saving you from from having this happen to you, and so it's happening so to me. And, and that's I'm, why he
1: has to get fatter and fatter, is to provide more of a cover for the people they're going after. See, to but, be more in right. the way.
0: Isn't that kind of the uh, the the lame version of? You know, I watch Fox, so you don't have to. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. But, but that, you know, that's always kind of just in a, in, a, in a jocular way. But anything he does like that makes it worse, makes him less defendable because these kinds of things will bleed through. There won't be a juror who gets picked for this case in New York that won't know about that. And remember, the standard for picking juries isn't, have you heard of this person? Do you know anything? That's never what it is. It's, can you weigh evidence in a, in a fair manner? And, but, but that doesn't mean that in the back of your mind, when someone told you to not look at that purple cow that's in front of you, that's what you start thinking about. You start right. thinking about the purple cow. And even though you say, I can judge the fact that uh, Donald Trump is either guilty or not guilty based on the evidence, if he keeps poisoning the atmosphere, his case will be that much worse. I agree. I just but but people that think he's the smartest guy in the world, he's so clever, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you. Um he just doesn't have that neighborhood love that John Gotti had. If you're going to be a mob boss in New York, god damn it, you got to be throwing neighborhood parties. You got to be doing favors for the locals. And so that carried John Gotti a couple different times through a couple of different acquittals. You know, that's when he would come out the courthouse doors in a perfectly quaff suit, and he'd be holding his lapels and he'd be strutting, and then they'd be cheering it. That's never going to happen to Donald Trump. He's no John Gotti. John Gotti was a friend of mine. Donald Trump, you're no John Gotti. You're not the kind of mob boss that you think you are. So. You know. <laughs> I knew John Gotti. You are yeah. no John Gotti. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you got you, you to gotta have uh, – I, I don't know if Gotti was from Queens, or I don't know whether it was the same part of New York or not, but it doesn't really matter. Right. It's the same um, accent. They speak with the same accent. You
1: know, he's more embraced in New York than Donald Trump is. I mean, that's that's almost like a, not even controver- a controversial statement.
0: And uh, I think it should be noted that uh, John Gotti did finally get convicted and then he spent 10 years in prison and died. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would
1: you would um, you con- would you compare maybe Donald Trump to Joey Buttafuoco? Was Joey Buttafuoco more embraced and more beloved in the greater tri-state area? Than Donald John Trump Sr. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's wow. I'm. You know what? I, I have an artificial intelligence machine. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that put that in there know my artificial intelligence machine and try to to ask it to write an, an essay on uh, who, who Donald is more Trump is, is most comparable to in New York. Uh, jurisprudence and judicial history. Is it <laughs> Joey Buttafuoco, John Gotti, or uh, what's the what's the the stupid ass congressman uh, uh, with Hillary Clinton and the, and the uh, the the uh, the, what the what the oh Weiner Anthony Weiner Anthony Wiener yes okay <laughs> <laughs> so is it Weiner Gotti <laughs> or uh, Buttafuoco okay by the way. <laughs> That's the first time those three names have ever been uttered in a sentence. So somewhere, an artificial intelligence machine is listening to us or watching us, and it will go into that mix of answers that they give at some point in the future when somebody asks the question. We've made a lot of progress here. We have. You really have.